Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life transformation and human design coach who supports others on their own personal growth journeys. This show is all about rediscovering and reinventing who we are, and we are going to talk about it all. From wellness, spirituality, self-empowerment, energy, self-realization, sobriety, mental health awareness, literally anything that can help us along on our own self-project journeys. So let's dive right in. All right, I want to welcome to the show today, Erin Esser. Erin is a master possibility coach, speaker, and author on a mission to empower women by using questions instead of gurus or Google to evoke the curiosity and courage that it takes to live a fulfilled and aligned life. So Erin believes in creating a world where life isn't a battleground, it's a playground of possibility, And in that space, self-sabotage is transmuted into self-mastery. And I really love that quote, um, a world where life is not a battleground. So Erin, I want to thank you so much for being here today. And do you mind just sharing, sharing more of your story with us, who you are and how you came to do what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Christy. It's really fun to be here. And um, like we were just saying, you know, it's just so nice to be able to share our story and the hard times and how we've been able to move through the struggle um, into the possibilities. So, you know, growing up, um, I've always been very much a different, I guess, a different kid, always questioning things, always being, um, you know, the curious one. And, and in that also, um, I don't think my caregivers, you know, my parents things, you know, really knew what to do with that so much. And so, you know, like a lot of parents, right. It's like, Oh, just kind of shutting it down. It's like, Oh my gosh, you know, every kid is curious, right? Like we have this like beautiful gift of curiosity and, and it's like at some point along the way in my journey, like so many others, you know, it was just kind of pushed down into, well, what's right, what's right here. Like, Oh yeah, that's just dreaming. That's an illusion that's out there but is that really possible? You know, let's just get with the program, you know, let's just get with the day-to-day stuff. And, you know, for myself, um, over time, you know, I won't go into all of it, but, you know, over time and over the years, that part of myself really died also. And, um, and I would say it died. It just went dormant, I guess, for a while. And so I've always been, a very emotional being, a very emotional person as well, along with that curiosity. And things were very, you know, always very much intense for me. Um, how I would react to things or respond to things, or, you know, I would always find the meaning, the deeper meaning and things, and would use my emotions to go to those places. And now I know a lot of it is just because I have my, my moon is conjunct Pluto. So I do astrology as well, too, but my moon is conjunct Pluto. So my Tell emotions, I can, I can go so deep. What's that? Tell us your human design too. You're typing. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, just, yeah, knowing those, oh my gosh, it helps so much. But, you know, at the time, I didn't know this, you know, I'm just like, what, what's wrong? Nobody's understanding me, like where I'm coming from and people aren't getting me. And they're just like, 
saying, Aaron, chill out, like Aaron, like calm down. And so like with my curiosity and my deep emotional state, it was just too much for so many people to handle, even for myself too, you know, I didn't know and nobody could really hold space for me. And I think a lot of us, especially like, I'm sure the people that are listening to you, you know, your audience can probably understand that, right? The self project mm-hmm. podcast, right? Yep. I mean, everybody's working on themselves and trying to figure out what, what did not, what did other people see in me? And like what I could, you know, now I'm finally starting to see these things and these things were magic. I just didn't see those at the time. And so, and that was really my story as well. So fast forward to, to 2015, uh, I had moved from South Dakota to North Carolina and really trying to find meaning at that point in my life. I had three kids. I was married at the time and I was, you know, in a few different businesses and just trying to really find purpose and fulfillment. And, but like what I was doing because, you know, I was really looking for that and I was trying to find it and everywhere I would try to find it just felt like this is it. This is all that life has. And I would get a little disenfranchised, I guess. Um, and I started drinking, um, around, well, it was before that time I was always a drinker, but like college and things like that, but I was always able to kind of tame it on some level, but there was a point in my life when I just, I was drinking a lot, like a lot. And it was, a lot of wine and the thing with wine and women, as you probably know as well too, it's very accepted in our society, right? Oh my gosh. It's mommy wine culture. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And so, so that really, you know, for myself, I'm like, gosh, you know, why can't I do this? You know, why can't I drink like this? As other people seem to, why can't I, why can't I, you know, um, why can't I just be okay in this? But there was somewhere deep down in me that I knew like, something's not right with this. And I know I'm not going to be the person that I really truly want to be and need to be and really desire to be if I have this in my life. And if I keep continuing with this in my life. And so in my marriage at the time, I was not happy in it. And I was trying to rationalize my relationship and justify it. And, and just overall, really, my satisfaction with life was just not there. I was trying and I was like, reading all the right books. And I was like into everything, personal development, all these things. The thing was, is that when any kind of life storm would happen, I would get taken off of my center. So I was doing all the right things, except for, you know, the drinking and stuff too. Right. But like, but I was doing all the right things that I thought like, okay, this is going to help me. You know, this book's going to help me this guru that I'm watching on T you know, on YouTube or whatever. Right. This is going to help me. I was taking, you know, Reiki classes. I was into crystals. I was like, I had done the religion route. I was trying to find my purpose and all of these things. And then one day, um, I was watching a video, um, on YouTube and this woman was talking about the shadow and, um, I was like, Oh, something inside of me was like, there's something there. And so I started really digging into the shadow and this was like in 2015, and that's really, I mean, that's really what started me off on, on this journey that I'm at today where, you know, I'm no longer married. We're really good friends still. Um, I live with in Asheville, North Carolina, beautiful town, fun, eclectic town, and which is kind of more myself anyways, just more eclectic type of personality and, you know, artsy, that kind of stuff. Um, I live life the way that I really want to live it now because I was able to really look deep within me and do a lot of the shadow work and inner child work 
and became a coach to the process of it. And that's what I do with my, with my clients as well. And with people, I'm a firm believer in it's shadow work and it's inner child work. And I use human design, right? And astrology, because it gives us an idea and it gives us the permission to accept ourselves. So then we can start to look at the shadow and then we can start to look at the programming and the conditioning that is underneath all of that. So we can start to release it. But, um, but yeah, and even just emotions, emotions, you know, being emotionally defined, that was a huge thing for me to be able to work through and to um, process and understand because for so long in my life, you know, like I said earlier, I didn't know what was wrong with me. I'm like, why am I so emotional? Why, you know, everything would just set me up. I would, and I would scare people too with my emotions, you know? And so <clears throat> being emotionally defined, if the unawareness around emotional definition for me, looking back on that now is a very scary place to be for not only the person that's emotionally defined, but for the people that are around them as well, too, um, that are feeling that strong, intense energy, um, you know, being projected out at them. Wow. So is your solar plexus defined? Mm-hmm. Well? Yeah. Plus you're also emotional authority, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Emotional authority. Yeah. So yeah, it's defined. Yeah. 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 So, and I have like 10 melancholy gates. So I have like <laughs> it's higher. Yeah. So there's a lot of like okay. melancholy. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I was wondering if you had a lot of that or maybe some of the emoting gates in there. Um, yes. So you're also a manifesting generator, right? Yes. And so I am as well. And so when you were talking about being a child and just being curious and just questioning and, you know, mm-hmm. I thought about, oh, that was so me as a child too. And then it went dormant until yeah. this more awakening period of my life when, you know, I feel like your story mirrors so similarly, I'm like, oh man, um, I know exactly how you felt. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. So obviously going through, you know, these emotionally intense periods and feelings, and you've obviously learned a lot of tools to deal with that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, just understanding a big one was when I learned my my human design chart, you know, about three, three and a half years ago or so, I thought, oh my God, this is why nothing's wrong with me. Yeah. This is just who I am. And so now I get to play with this. And it was really, you know, about like, yeah, curiosity, you know, well, with doing shadow work really was, I was allowed curiosity to come back in okay. because you know, like just with emotions, I had to get curious of like, gosh, I wonder what is, why is this coming up for me right now? Why is this person, you know, this catalyst for this emotion that's rising in me? What is, what is the situation? What is happening that I'm feeling this way now? So I had to really bring in curiosity and, you know, to, to be able to, and that, that, the energy, I always talk about the energy of curiosity mm-hmm. and that literally like, opens up that's the expansive process because then we can go oh rather than before when I would be like oh my god why am I feeling like this it's a total different tone right like what's wrong with me that I'm feeling like this I shouldn't be feeling like this all these things you know my mind would try to make sense of my emotions versus just allowing the emotions and trusting them and then doing what I needed to do to support myself through that through my wave that's that's beautiful. I love that you um, bring that up because I feel like I was, um, again, much the same way. What's wrong with me? Where are these emotions? But now it's a different yeah. 
type of questioning. I still question like, "Mm, what's wrong with me? What's going on? I feel like it's um, just a whole level of self-awareness, I think. Absolutely. Uh, And different lines of questioning. And like you said, bringing that curiosity and that energy back into the questions. I love how absolutely. You, I love how you explain it. So now leading into that, I know that you have some tips to share with us how we can use our emotions as tools, right? Yeah, yeah. I would love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of my passions because of this, everything I've mentioned is helping people in their in their emotions. And especially now, I mean, we've gone through a you know, the craziest year that we've oh ever. I mean, as a collect- it's been nuts, right? Yeah. That's the thing is like everybody, we've all had crap years, but this is like, it's affecting everybody. That's yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Absolutely. And I feel that like when I look around at the world and this is just my observation, but like, and I know there's more to it, but when I look around, just, I'm like, Oh my word. Like when we aren't, aware of our, of our emotional, of our emotions and how to use them really as tools of awareness, we get manipulated then because by our emotions, and then we are the tool of our emotions. So if that makes sense. Oh yes. It's powerful. And so, so when, you know, it's, it's like, I love being able to to talk to, to people about this, about like, okay, how can we use anything in our life, right? Emotions is one thing, like as a tool, because if we don't, if we're not aware of why we're feeling the way we're feeling, then we are literally being run around by our emotions. And I see that right now in the world. I mean, look around in the world. There's, it's like the fear, the anger, the uncertainty, all of these things that are bubbling up, right? Like yeah. instead of like, if more people could like go, oh, wait, step back almost like just be like okay wait a second wow like instead of projecting all of my junk out onto everybody else right my anger my uncertainty my frustration all of those things what if i could look back and pay attention when these things come up so that's like the first thing that i do and it's first tip is it's to pay attention and it's like paying attention to what is coming up when there is something in my environment that is triggering me and so the trigger really is like the path to healing instead of like, cause it, and it's in that moment, that's like a critical moment. I know for myself, and this is how I walk through it with my clients as well Is that's the critical moment where then we can either go, Oh, and step back and go inward or we project out. Right. Because then we're triggered and then we can immediately react. It's either reacting immediately or we can respond from a place of awareness. And so then we can come back and go, oh my gosh, this is where curiosity comes in too, right? So then we get curious. So we pay attention like, okay, what's coming up for me right now? And why is this coming up? Is this a person that said something? Is this a situation that happened? Did somebody just cut me off in traffic, right? Did I get an email that like, you know, whatever that there was maybe a a bill that was higher than what I thought that came in. And now I'm like triggered into this like fear of like, or an anger or whatever that's coming up, whatever happens in our life, it's paying attention to the stimulus because nothing is, it's not doing anything to us. What it is, is the catalyst. It's just the stimulus that's evoking a response within us. So if we pay attention to the response, then we can get curious about, Oh, well now I'm, you know, I'm paying attention already. So now I'm getting curious, like, of like, Oh, why is this coming up? This is really, really interesting right now. Like, so I'm trying to think of an example, but, um, but like, as I say, something that's been coming up for me lately, that might be a good example 
there's like this fear of aging that keeps popping up for me Mm. where it's like, I have this rational mentality, but I know we all age. I know that, you know, it's the cycle of life endings beginning. There's still this irrational, just like, I don't want to get old. I don't want to this, this. So, right. So I love that. Okay. So that's a good one. So like it's paying attention. So you're like, okay, so something, so what could trigger you in your environment on that? What's something that could trigger you Um, into that fear? I have been experiencing like some neck pain and things like that. So like when I have like a twinge of pain or something that feels abnormal in my body, I'm just like, what is that? You know, I'm like, I don't want to get, I don't want to, you know. Ah, okay. So there, so you're giving so much really juicy information right now because no, 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 it's really good because then you're like, so it's like paying attention, like, oh my gosh, I'm getting neck pain. And then boom, this emotion comes up of like, what would that be for you? Just like fear, like, um, survival, like it's real survival based real fast, you know, like, yep. Oh, you know, I don't want to be, you know, incapacitated in any way. I don't, it's just, and, and yeah, 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 it's for like sure. taking that step back and going like, Whoa, okay, let's, let's tune in what's going on here. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So then you can identify then from that place or like fear. Okay. The fear of what, so you identify like, okay, what's the belief that's underneath this fear? Mm-hmm. There's a belief, right, that's driving it. So there could be a belief of like, oh my gosh, I might die, right, with death yeah. or like I'm not going to be good enough to do what I want to do. Like do you have an, have you identified a belief underneath that? Something just popped up in my head and maybe we can see where this ties in. Um, I've watched some of my um, grandparents and like my mother with health difficulties and things like that as they've aged. And it's been just really stuck in me. Like, I don't want that for myself as I see these patterns, you know, coming out. And so then I get locked into that fear of, Oh my gosh, they do like, you know? Yeah. What was so scary about that for them? Like what was so scary uh, watching them in that space? Uh, watching somebody who went from, you know, so strong and kind of like myself, stubborn and just determined and just like nothing's going to take me down to laying in a hospital bed and unable to walk, care for themselves. Like that terrifies me. Like, oh my God, you know? Absolutely. So, so then there you go. So you've paid attention and then you've like been able to get curious about why you feel a certain way. So instead of like, getting mad at yourself or whatever, you know, like sometimes like people get like, Oh my God, like I'm just, or whatever we blame getting old or whatever we can get identify the belief. Okay. It's fear underneath this. And then you're like, Oh, this comes from actually watching somebody get old, watching somebody like go from this place to this place so quickly. But then here's another place where curiosity can come in. You could be like, wait a minute, could there be another truth in this that I haven't maybe seen before? Maybe like, where did they take care of themselves from this space to this place? Is there something I could do maybe and take action then? Cause this fear now is giving me an opportunity to take action, maybe in a way that I couldn't before. So maybe this means, Oh, I need maybe some chiropractic care or massage care a little bit more often, or maybe I need to do some strengthening of my bones and go to a gym and work with a trainer or take some different types of supplements or, you know what I'm saying? So then we can go, Oh, what do I need in this? Because every belief then, then will give way to a need that's underneath that belief too. If we dig deep enough and go, Oh, so I need that because I don't actually have to be afraid if I take action and really empower myself then to be in this space. 
Does that make sense? Oh my God. Uh, yes. I think it's beautiful. Are you intuitive too? <laughs> I think, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have an open, completely open Ajna with nothing. So I like, okay. <laughs> receive things. Why do you say that? <laughs> I love that because you just started in like, maybe you're going to get chiropractic care and massage care and supplements. And I'm like, you like, that's everything that I've started doing because I'm like, nope, I need to pay attention to this and make sure that I'm paying attention. My body's telling me something with this pain and these issues that I'm having. Um, I I need to do something. And so like, literally those are each of the things that I've like been doing and implementing (laughs) into my self-care routine and like working out more and getting back into that. So I just had to, I was over here kind of laughing when you talking. I'm like, you're tapping right into me. (laughs) I love that. Well, I love that. And well, and like the other thing too, is like you brought up a really beautiful, like physical type of like example. And there's other examples too, like just happens probably every day, right? Like, like, um, getting, you know, maybe somebody cuts us off in traffic. Right. And then, um, like a quick frustration or be like, Oh my God, there's such a jerk or whatever. Right. Or you could be like, Ooh, I'm, this is coming up for me. What is this frustration, anger, overwhelm, whatever. And it could tell us a a number of things. If we got curious, like, okay, what is this saying about me right now that I'm feeling like this about this? So it could be then if we can get real with ourselves, Oh, I was running late. Oh, so maybe this is telling me a need that I actually need to give myself a little bit more space in the morning because I don't like feeling frustrated. So then we can go back and we can take ownership of ourselves. Our emotions are really clues, just like that. Like your body pain is a clue, right? Your body's giving you like, uh-oh, pay attention, please. Our emotions are the same thing too, right? So pay attention, please. Like if we're frustrated, mm-hmm. if we're angry and we're like, gosh, and say we did leave on time or whatnot, it actually just reveals the value of ours too, of like, oh, wow, like that was really, that was rude. You know, we can just say like, that was actually kind of rude to do. So what does that say about me that I'm like saying this? Okay, like, I, I really want to drive in a considerate way, because I don't doesn't feel good when other people are not driving in a considerate way. And then we can start to develop even values for ourselves. And then those values we can live by because then they reflect who we are. Um, and, and then I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But but do you see how like this can lead into so much self-awareness mm-hmm. because it, 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 it just lets us know like our beliefs, our needs, like, and then we can get really curious and go so deep within ourselves, And that's really the medicine right now. I feel that this world needs. I completely agree with you. While you were talking, I was um, thinking, have you ever heard of the HALT acronym? Uh-uh, well, it's so HALT. It stands for um, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And so I learned this during uh, my 12-step recovery program. Um, and so when you were talking about emotions popping up for you, I was just thinking about, especially um, pre-COVID when kids were in school and we were busy all the time, there's sports, everything going on. And I was always running, the kids were always running. Like, And I just was thinking when you were talking about like when you get frustrated with somebody and I was just remembering my constant levels of frustration and kind of just shortness and just mm-hmm. not a lot of patience for my children. And then the HALT acronym pumped popped into my mind while you were talking about emotions. Um, and that was one thing they always told us, like when you find yourself really frustrated, kind of look at those things. Are you feeling any of those ways? Hungry, angry, lonely, mm. tired. What can you yeah. do to address those things? So it just, again, another way of tapping, yeah. in, getting yourself self-aware, questioning, bringing that curiosity in. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, I have an acronym for my, it's 
passy, P-A-C-I, like, because in 2020, we always need, it's like a comfort level, right? So pay attention. So P-A and then curiosity and then identify like what's underneath that. So yeah. Love that. (laughs) It's just silly, but you know, then we, cause we have these, we have to have an element of humor in all of this as well too. Right. So Uh, yeah, 100%, 100%. So do you want to tell us, so you've, you work with clients, um, one-on-one, right. Working mm-hmm. through all of these things that we're talking about. Do you have any other, you have a program I know coming up soon, right? I do. Yeah. I have a program coming up January 11th. It starts and, um, and it's called activate mm-hmm. and I'm going to lead people through, um, all of their nine centers of human design. And, and I just want to say like, if, if you already know your human design, this is still going to be a different a way of c- approaching it, um, where it's really about asking yourself the right question at the right time based on your conditioning, based on your programming, so that you can actually take these tools. Because I feel that the tools that we have that we like have in our tool belt, right? Like that's one of the things that my clients have always said, like, you've given me these tools that now I can take with me in my life. Like, I don't want people to keep coming back to me. I want to give people the tools so that they can go out and do this on their own because we're fully, we're all fully capable. Now I will do, I will say that when we're in that change mode and wanting to shift our patterning, it is such a beautiful thing to have accountability. Like that is such a a beautiful thing to have just because somebody else is helping you hold space, you know, for, for you shifting, because there's going to be times where it's going to feel really scary and feeling like, Oh my God, what's happening right now? You know? And am I okay in this? Am I crazy? Or is this normal? You know, all these things. So, so yeah, so my program is really, um, it's seven weeks, it's seven week masterclass, and it starts January 11th. And it's going to go through, um, I mean, you're going to really learn how, you know, anybody that signs up for it is going to learn really how to approach who they are in the most unique way that they can, before they go deeper, even into the codes, before they go deeper into their cross, before they go deeper into the profile, they can really understand and ask themselves the, the, the critical questions for all of their open centers and even their defined centers. So um, to know how they can go, oh, oh, that's right. Maybe I'm, you know, am I, you know, again, somebody with an open Ajna, right? For instance, yeah. I have an open Ajna. It's like, oh, am I thinking about things that don't matter at all? Am I trying to answer other people's questions? They're not even asking me, but I'm just like picking up on. And so then I just start to like, you know, to, to speak somebody with a defined Ajna, I mean, a a critical question for them. I mean, and I have a whole range of questions for each center, but like, am I being too rigid in my thinking? You know, somebody with a defined heads or um, Ajna can be really, really like rigid and and, and it's great because they're consistent. Right. But they have Mm -hmm. a hard time thinking like, why the hell does that person think this way? (laughs) Like, that's silly. Like this is the right way to think. So how can we improve our relationships, right? When we start to realize these things and we start to get better relationships as well too, because we're like, oh, that's right. I have a defined Ajna. I don't actually need to understand this person over here. They're not crazy, but they're just, maybe they have an open Ajna or an undefined Ajna. And, you know, so like there's all these ways that we can ask ourselves these questions so that we can start to just become more self-aware and start to connect with people really from a heart space and a soul space. Um, and that's what we need to right now in this environment, right? Is to try to understand that we don't all have to be the same. In no. fact, that's just, that's homogenization, right? Which is what human design talks about is like, we have all become homogenized. Homogenized. <laughs> yeah. 
but like, how can we differentiate? We all are part of a whole, right? It's a both and it's, it's not an either or it's a both. And like, we are all such unique creatures and just beautiful. We have such beautiful gifts, each one of us, and we're all part of the whole and at the same time. Right. So we're not, we are all one, but we're not all the same. That's beautiful. I love the way that you explain things and it would be really boring if we were all the same too. Oh my God. Nobody right. just wants vanilla ice cream all the time. Right. So no way. So what I love about activation and I know that you um, brought this up to me when we talked before, but it's, it's, it's like tapping into your internal Google, like you said, and tapping into that internal system and that wisdom and that everything that's inside of you, all the answers that you need, everything that you yes. need, you're tapping into that, you're activating it and you're helping bring it out. That's it. I think exactly. that's so cool. I think that's yeah. so cool. So do you want to let us know where we can connect with you online, Erin? Yeah, for sure. So my website is erinesser.com. So it's just E-R-I-N-E-S-S-E-R.com. And uh, like my class is up there now as well, too. And um, and then I do have a, a freebie as well, too. So awesome. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, so I'd love to be able to like share that as well, too, with anybody. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a firm believer in the quality of our life is really dictated um, by the quality of questions that we ask ourselves, which is, you know, we said, and the company that we keep. And I know we talked about this the other night when we chatted a little bit. And so healthy boundaries are really a huge thing. And so if we don't have healthy boundaries that come from a heart space, that's the thing too. So I'm a firm believer in boundaries come from our values. And when they come from our values versus the place of fear of reaction, like, Oh, I don't like that person. So they can't be in my life anymore. Right. Like there's so many people who set up boundaries like that. I used to too, versus like, Oh no, actually my boundaries are a reflection of my values. When I get clear in my values, my values are actually just a reflection of me. Mm -hmm. So actually my boundaries now are really me and now how, and they allow us to show up in the highest way. And they, they allow other people as well too, when we hold to that. So I have a um, kind of an intake, I guess, a questionnaire so that people can kind of figure out how healthy their relationships are, just some questions that they can ask and ponder on some journaling, you know, journaling questions as well, too. Um, And that's just erinesser.com backslash healthy slash boundaries. So um, and then Facebook, um, I'm just um, Erin Esser. You can find me Erin Esser and then Instagram Erin Elizabeth Esser. I think that's all the places for right now. So yeah, that's enough sometimes. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. It's so overwhelming. I'm, I'm one lately. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm one lately that I'm like, Oh, I was just telling my, my, my business manager this. I was like, all right, I want to be simple. Like simplicity. If it's not simple, I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) You know, cause I'm one that can overcomplicate a lot of things, but I'm like, Nope, 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 Nope. I'm going to bring it back in and be as simple as we can. Keep it simple. I know sometimes I get to that point. I'm in like, where am I even on? What am I even on anymore? <laughs> it's manifesting yes. generator stuff yes. too, right? We <laughs> get really excited about something all into it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm kind of over that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Especially being, you know, emotionally defined too, right? So, cause we're like, oh yeah, that feels good now. And then we're like, oh God, why did I say yes to this? <laughs> oh, gosh, I love it. 
So I will make sure that we get everything um, linked up in show notes too. So you guys will be able to look at that and go straight over to check everything out. Do you have anything else? There's so much great stuff from our conversation, but do you have anything else you thought of to add? You know, I just, I guess I'll just, you know, kind of um, my motto really is just, just leaving people with this idea that life doesn't have to be a battleground. It's really is a playground of possibility and you know, it's just knowing the right question to ask at the right time that allows us to really transmute all of our shit into self-mastery. And when I say self-mastery, I will say this, self-mastery isn't being perfect. There's no such thing really as perfect. It's about practicing self-awareness. That's how I view self-mastery as when we sabotage, we are unaware, right? And so we just keep repeating these patterns when we transmute self-sabotage into self-mastery, it's just, we just, we're bringing an awareness now into our lives and therefore we can make different decisions and show up for ourselves differently. And that's what I love to do for people. I've done it for myself and I love doing it for others as well too. It lights me up. That's amazing, Erin. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story, sharing. I feel like you gave us so much great information and, um, there's just so much good stuff here. So thank you so much for being on today. Thank you, Christy. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.